Well, hello there, listener. My name is Matthew Renfro, host of The Fro Show, and you're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Oh, for a hot second, I thought that said build a bear instead of build a figure. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, I want a Power Ranger build a bear, but no. It's up in the air right now, and so the fandom is. What? The Whoa! F- Hi, what peace, the, dog. What the? F- man? There's nothing, there's nothing even for her to be barking at. I parked my car out front of the house. Yeah. And I don't usually do that. So now every time she looks out the window, she thinks that someone's here. And it's just my car every single time. Your dog is the best, AP. My dog, my dog is the best, but I'm a little tired of this. <laughs> I just came up with an idea, and it's awful. It is an awful idea, and it's okay, definitely cool. been it's definitely been done before. Okay. And Zach, Zach might get a little bit mad at me. Uh-oh. But um, I wish I could make a web series that followed Zach around as he struggled to regain his child star fame. <laughs> <laughs> and know, I feel like it would be super popular. <laughs> you know what's funny is I, I a once upon a time ago thought about doing something like that. That would be hilarious. <laughs> if only for no other reason than it, it's just me constantly failing, sure. <laughs> It's oh, like no. you you going to like a restaurant and being like, I was the kid on Parenthood. I want myself. It's a parody series of me acting like a totally entitled asshole. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you 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 going to a convention and just setting up your own table. <laughs> and like and like trying to charge like a hundred dollars for your autograph or something dumb like that. I really want to. It would be like one of those dumb YouTube pranks. Just carry a card table into a convention and just set up your own like random yes. table. And, <laughs> and you have you have your own banner that you set up. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> and it's just it's just screenshots of you from Parrothood that you printed out on eight by tens. We're not making fun of you, dude. No, no, I, I know. The reason I don't ever try to cash in on my child acting days is because that is exactly what I do not want people to see me as. Oh, yeah, because there's definitely people who actually do that. Yeah, and yeah. Like, my friends are always like, dude, you need, to, you need to cash in on that. You need to cash in on that. There's nothing to cash in on. I was in a movie once when I was three. I'm <laughs> a 30-year-old man now. There I is... feel like I feel like that's also what would make it funny, though. Yeah, you'd you'd be making fun <laughs> of the people who actually do like seriously do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is insane. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hey, yeah, 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 it's the Ranger Command Power Hour. It's morphing time. Ha! Today on the Power Hour, Episode 72, Power Morphicon 5 Survival Guide, recorded on July 5th, 2016. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Summer Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm AP, also known as Super Ranger Fan. I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey, guys. We're back. Hey. Woo. Whoa. Oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Tubular, dude. Whoa. <laughs> uh, what, what happened? What happened here? I don't totally even... extreme. I hope everyone <laughs> had a safe 4th of July. We are recording this uh, July 5th, so I'm off work, AP's off work, we're all off work, and we are recording an episode kind of earlier than we normally do. So all this humor isn't sleep-deprived humor. It's, it's not. Just, it's just us being <laughs> kind of crazy humor. 
Exactly. Power Morphicon is a month away at this point. So we figured that we would do a survival guide. We did one back in 2014. But now that Zach and I actually have one under our belts, we're better prepared to talk about the actual Power Morphicon experience. Mm -hmm. We also had several of our listeners who have gone in the past chime in. So interspersed throughout the episode, instead of a Ranger Nation answers question, we're just going to read their tips here and there. For anyone that is attending Power Morphicon for the first time, we hope this is a great guide for you to get some really good tips before you go. But first, before all that, we do have some pretty big news that's happened in the past couple weeks. Yeah, we do. First of all, Brian Cranston has been announced as Zordon. This is the most brilliant inside yes. joke slash legitimate yes. casting ever. Yes. So th- he is actually the first cast member from the original Power Rangers to be a cameo in the new film officially. So he voiced a couple of monsters in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Notably, one of them was Snizzard, the big snake dude. Over the years, I think I remember seeing like a Conan O'Brien clip where he was on and they played a clip of the Snizzard and it was hilarious. And actually, the character of Billy Cranston was named after him. But you said he's the first member of the original show to be casted in a new (laughs) film. And my head was just like, and somewhere JDF is crying in a corner. (laughs) Well, who knows? Who knows? There there may be a a JDF cameo in there somewhere. But but this is official. He's Principal Kaplan. (laughs) That'd be hilarious. Uh, But no, Brian Brian Cranston is huge. Yes. Walter White, Breaking Bad. He was in the new Godzilla reboot. He was Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. A lot of different roles. In fact, he's got a movie out right now. I, I forget the name of it. It's called The Infiltrator. So he is big news right now. I think this is great casting. Actually, Larry King interviewed him. Yeah. Which was crazy. Like, I never would have thought that Larry King would be talking about Power Ranger. It's crazy. It's pretty nuts, but it's nuts in the best way. We talked about casting before when we said if they want this movie to be big, they have to get a a big, legitimate name. Brian Cranston is a big, legitimate name. And pairing him with Elizabeth Banks, it's it's gold. Oh my gosh, yes. I didn't even think about that for some reason. Well, that's the thing. The whole Rita versus Zordon. Yeah. To have the two of them go at it in this movie would be amazing. I really hope we get some kind of flashback to like the 10,000 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Because that would be so cool. And I guess the cast, they found out at the same time that the fandom did. Because all of his stuff is going to be post-production and, like, mocap green screen stuff. Yeah. It's going to be so cool. There were plenty of Walter White memes as Zordon. I'm so glad that took off the way it did. I've never seen Breaking Bad. I know. Shame on me. You know what? Neither neither have I. I'm in the same boat with you. Neither have I. Wow. So none of us. (laughs) But I do recognize that it is a hugely successful show. It put Brian Cranston as a household name in entertainment. The fact that he already had a pre-existing Power Ranger connection is just a great thing for us hardcore fans. But for all the other casual fans, he's just a big name, period. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I'm really excited about this news. I cannot wait for that trailer to drop, and I hope it drops at San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, shoot, isn't Comic-Con coming up like in a few weeks or a couple weeks here? July 21st through the 24th. Oh, okay, so it's the the end of this month. End of the month, okay. Well, yeah, if we could get a trailer by then, please, Saban, thank you, and Lionsgate also. Actually, we should be praying to Lionsgate in this case because it's their movie. They are the ones that decide when these things happen. (laughs) Please, Lionsgate, please, please, please give us a trailer ASAP so that we can lose our collective minds. Speaking of San Diego Comic-Con, Bandai has announced the two 2016 SDCC exclusives. You can go to Bandai.com slash SDCC 2016 to view all the pictures for these. First is the limited edition Legacy Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Red Ranger. This is a Legacy figure 
It's going to be translucent, and it comes with a chromed Dino Megazord sword for the Build-A-Figure. Of the exclusives, this one's probably the one I want the most. Yeah, same here. That means... Probably sometime this month, we're going to start seeing those on the shelves. Yeah, hopefully. They are also doing another black and gold release, this time of the Blade Blaster. It looks super ugly. Yeah. I don't know who would buy that thing. <laughs> and I collect the Tokyo vinyls, so I think this is pretty cool. Uh, they're actually doing another Red Ranger, but it's the movie version. So he has all the panel lines of the movie. I think that one looks cool. Like, that I, one don't, is, yeah. I don't collect them, but... yeah. That, this one's the coolest one, personally. I actually think these Tokyo vinyls are cooler than the pop figures. And I know pop figures are very popular, but I've kept all my Tokyo vinyls. I think they're really nice. Mm. Anyone going to San Diego Comic-Con, you can see how to redeem a ticket to buy these. And it's all at Bandai.com slash SDCC 2016. We'll provide a link in the show notes. Another cool kind of product thing, a book publisher called Insight Editions will be releasing an ultimate visual history guide to Power Rangers. This is going to offer key insights of the franchise, and the current listing states, this was actually found on Amazon, so explore the history of Saban Power Rangers with this exclusive collection of artwork, behind-the-scenes photos, interviews, and more. Yes. Yes. It says, more than two decades later, Power Rangers is one of the longest-running kids' action series in TV history and has become a global pop culture phenomenon. The ultimate visual history takes viewers on a fascinating behind-the-scenes tour of the Power Rangers franchise, from conception of the television show to present-day seasons, feature films, toys, video games, comic books, and more. This comprehensive collection mm -hmm. features interviews with top creators as well as some of the key writers and producers responsible for the look and panache of the legendary superhero franchise. Special inserts, charts, art replications, and badges add special interest and collectability to this fantastic tribute to the lasting legacy of the Power Rangers. A special chapter will also focus on the making of the new Power Rangers movie, which will be released March 2017. The release date for this book is currently scheduled for February 28th, 2017. Want, 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 want. Holy crap. I love behind-the-scenes stuff. I love art books. I want this book. This sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah I've seen some of these types of art books before. It's going to be awesome. If it's the same quality that I've seen in other releases, this is going to be incredible. And yeah. I'm hoping that we get some totally behind-the-scenes stuff that we have never seen before. Yeah. Because that would be awesome. I just pre-ordered it on Amazon as we talked. Nice. <laughs> so the price is listed as $50, but... It's on sale right now for $33.75. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good for one of those visual history books. Yeah, absolutely it is. I love these kinds of things. Mom got a really cool Chicago Blackhawks coffee table book like this that uh -huh. had a bunch of, here's the trials and tribulations of the season, the last time they won the cup. It's this really cool art book that came with a bunch of really neat collectible stuff. There was like a replica ticket. There was yeah. a little a mini flag thing. And I love when books do that, when they add these neat little collectible things. And so for this Power Rangers book, they're talking about adding art replications and bad and things like that. I am all about that. Yes, please. Yes. Yeah. The author of this book, his name is Raman Zahid. He is an entertainment journalist and author that specializes in animation, visual effects, pulp culture, and indie films. He's worked as a senior editor at Variety, editor-in-chief at Animation Magazine, and PBS in Los Angeles. He's also written for The Hollywood Reporter, LA Times, Sight and Sound, and The Village Voice. And he's contributed to some of these types of books before. Yeah. So it's in good hands. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when, when you have someone who is in that business, who is in the world of entertainment, who knows how to put these kinds of things together, you're going to get a great product. And so I'm really looking forward to this book. 
Yes. Yeah, I really expect the interviews to be pretty professional. Next on the agenda, we're talking about Paramorphicon. This episode is all about Paramorphicon. They have added some more guests yesterday. Again, Paramorphicon is August 12th through the 14th at the Pasadena Convention Center. They added Raja Baruti, who played Delphine in the Alien Rangers miniseries, Robert Axelrod, the voice of Lord Zed, Kerrigan Mahan, the voice of Goldar, and also Magna Defender, Sabrina Liu, who played the American side of uh, Scorpina, Nakia Baris, and then Keith Robinson, as we all know, as Joel from Lightspeed Rescue. Pretty much much a lot of the people that have attended the last one i'm still waiting for more disney actors yeah yeah that'd be nice. some disney seasons in here even though i'm not going i'd still personally like to see some people who have never really been to mm-hmm. a convention before yeah they need to step up their game a little bit especially <laughs> a, a month out and it feels like we had way more announcements this time two years ago I get the feeling that pretty soon they're going to just be like, oh, by the way, here's 60 more guests. I think (laughs) they're saving up for a big finale of here's 60, 80 more guests, and that's it. Thank you, everyone. We look forward to seeing you at the show. Yeah, That would be really cool. They better do it in the next 10 days because July 15th is their cutoff for online ticket ordering. I feel like they're going to announce like some kind of reunion type thing too. Like like for what? Don't they always do something like that? Like try to reunite a... A full cast reunion, you mean? Yeah. They're already doing that with Time Force. Okay. It's their 15th anniversary. And then one more kind of cool product news. We actually got some new pictures of new legacy figures. They're not even out yet, and we're already getting new teams. They unveiled the red and yellow legacy in Space Rangers. Yeah. Also, they released pictures of the rest of the Mighty Morphin team. That's cool. The ladies still look a little weird in the boob department, but... (laughs) The fact that we're getting legacy in space stuff. Yeah. This is the first legacy space item. Yeah. It's awesome. This is great. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And again, you see the pictures and you can see the articulation that the figures are going to have. You can see where the joints are. These are quality looking figures. I can't wait to actually get our hands on them. And the girls, if they have a skirt, the skirts are segmented to allow full articulation of the legs. Yeah. I assume they're still releasing the Ninja Storm ones though? Yeah, they're still releasing those but they kind of jumped the shark and unveiled some more. Who knows? We might see a lot more coming up at San Diego Comic Con. Toku Nation will be there, not Chris or Jordan or Tom but someone from their toy art sister site will actually be at the Bandai booth taking pictures courtesy of Toku Nation. Toku Nation will still have that coverage and we look forward to reporting on that when it comes out. All right, well, moving on to the main event, our Power Morphicon 5 survival guide. Zach and I went two years ago. Both of us are no strangers to conventions, but I think, Zach, you can agree with me, Power Morphicon was kind of overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah, we went with our good friend Rowan and it was his first time at any convention, let alone Parmorphicon. And by night two, he was sensory overload. And we had to be like, okay, dude, just calm down. It's going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to a ton of conventions, like I said, but I don't think I've ever been to one, aside from a Star Trek convention, as focused on one thing. Yeah, I think fandom-focused conventions are a little bit of a different animal than just a general convention. Right. With Paramorphicon, you realize that, yes, it's a big con, but it still has a small con feel. So yeah. don't be surprised if you're walking somewhere and spot, look, there goes Johnny Bosch off to the bathroom. I don't want to call it a small space because it's not really. The convention center is a good size, but like it's a small feeling. Like You feel like at any given right. time you're going to bump into someone. It's a totally different animal, and it's a ton of fun, and I'm extremely sad that unless some kind of miracle happens between now and then, I won't be able to go. I will be going with Chris and Doug. Obviously, they've been on the show multiple times, so we've got a room. I don't want to say this is my last Power Morphicon, but I'm kind of treating it like it's kind of like my last big fandom hurrah because if you guys follow me on Twitter, I am getting married in September. So, yeah, I just might as well get that out to all of our listeners. It's coming up fast, and I actually found out we did pick a date, and it's actually the same date that our buddy uh, Hassan Ahmed is getting married. Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. Yeah, so, no, it's just coincidence. 
I just wanted to tell our listeners that, yeah, I'm getting married. It's not going to affect the show. Teresa has always been very supportive of my podcasting. She listens to every show. We might start our own podcast in the future. So the show is not going anywhere. I know for a lot of people that's a concern, you know, family startup or people get married and shows just end. But I'm here for AP and Zach talking every other week and you guys are my friends. This is how I relax is talking nerdy things with my friends. And we just happen to have people who listen to it. (laughs) Um, So I just want to assure everyone that I'm not going anywhere. The podcast isn't going anywhere. I may pull out of the fandom a little bit in terms of like not interacting as much, but this will be my main fandom outlet for Power Rangers is the podcast. So yeah, I'm kind of treating PMC5 as my last one because who knows if, you know, they do another one and... Uh, 2018. I might have a kid by then. You know what I mean? So I don't want to promise anything, but yeah, if you find me at the convention and you want to say hi, just come up and talk and hang out because that's really all I'm there at Power Morphicon this year for. Get a couple limited edition things, but I'm really there to just hang out with my friends and that's the main focus. I'm definitely going to party hard. So yeah, all that being said, this is our survival guide and I want to start off because our good buddy Vince Ariola, Bryce Packard on uh, Twitter. He has been, I think, to every Power Morphicon so far. And he has a very good rundown of tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think this really covers a lot that we'll be repeating throughout the show. But we'll, we'll try to keep it brief. So first, uh, he said, bring cash. This helps save time and keeps you from going over your budget. Also, go let your credit card companies know that you're traveling so there are no red flags that appear on your account. That's a really good tip. Wear comfortable clothing, shoes especially. You'll be on your feet often. You'll be on your feet like 90% of the time. If you're not sleeping, you're walking. So bring snacks, bottles of water, various bars will keep you energized throughout the weekend when you need a boost. Number four, take breaks. You need food and rest in between to recharge. So get lunch, take a nap, or get a quick shower in. Speaking of showers, number five, practice good hygiene. Events are exciting. You want to soak it all in. However, be mindful of other attendees and guests. I've always wanted to leave a lasting impression on guests not my scent. haha. Ha. So please freshen up when you have a moment. Yeah, this one can't be stated enough. Number six, be respectful of guests. Please know they are excited to see fans too, but do not be a creeper. Do not ask creepy questions to them at panels or at their table or to smell their socks. <laughs> Number seven, make new friends. We are all fans from across the globe, so mingle, say hi, and who knows, you may make some new friends. I think this is... I want to talk a little bit more about this one. Yeah. So we talked a little bit off the show earlier. This past weekend was Rooster Teeth's convention, and one of the tips that they came and said on their podcast was, listen, we know you want to meet everybody. We know you want to meet all your favorite celebrities. Odds are it's not going to happen just based on time, based on scheduling, based on how busy everyone is. So do yourself a favor and go and meet new people and make friends within the community because that in the end will be a more rewarding experience. Absolutely. And this is the time. I mean, this is a gathering of people that all like the same thing that you do. Exactly. Like, this is the prime time to meet someone and make a friend and be like, well, we're both here because we love Power Rangers. That's awesome. Let's be friends. Let's connect with Power Rangers and see if there are any other connections we make along the way. This is the best time to do it also in yeah. terms of, like, the fandom because with the movie coming out next year, mm-hmm. if, uh, Dino Charge coming back soon, hopefully. Please, God. Um <laughs> Now is a great time to make friends in the fandom so you have someone to talk to about this kind of stuff. Someone you can text and be like, oh my god, did you see the trailer? It looks awesome. Blah. It's good to make friends within a fandom just so you have someone to sort of to vent and squee and, and do whatever else with. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then finally, his last tip, have fun. 
That's the most important. You'll see cool costumes, fun panels, great guests. It'll fly by fast, and then you'll be back in your office in your sad cubicle eating Triscuits, <laughs> waiting for 2018. <laughs> well, I will be, haha. Been going since 2010, and I've had a blast. These are all great tips from Vince. He is a veteran to these things, just like us. All great tips that we'll be touching upon throughout this podcast. Like last time, we're going to break this up into different topics. First, packing. Your camera, your computer, portable charger, batteries. Clothes to last the entire weekend. I know that seems so basic, but it never fails to surprise me how many times you see some of the same people wearing the same thing all three days of a convention. And you're just like, dude, come on. (laughs) Also be mindful about overpacking because I go the opposite way when it comes to clothes. (laughs) I'll bring enough clothing for like a month on a three-day trip. What if I spill something on my shirt? I need three backup shirts. What if I, you know, (laughs) God forbid, what if I can't get to a bathroom and I poop myself? I need to have eight pairs of underwear ready to go. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I I am so paranoid about, like, having too many clothes. But then I do that, and I, I don't have enough room for, like, all the other stuff. And exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I overpack to go, and then I can't overpack more. It's well, terrible. <laughs> I would just really hope you don't actually poop yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my God. It's Allison McGinnis. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> um, some more editing work for Eric to do. Suck. No, I'm uh, Zach. I'm I'm with you in that it's good to have extra. So I just bring one extra shirt, one extra underwear, yeah. one extra pair of socks. Yeah. If if you're going for three days, pack for four days. If you're going exactly. for four days, pack for five days. Me, I'm going for three days. I pack for eight days. So just don't be a Zach and overpack. And if oh, that's a good one. <laughs> don't be a Zach and overpack. Oh and no, like, what have I done? And if like worst comes to worst though, and you don't have something, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're going to a no man's land. Yeah, <laughs> you, always, like, you can always like. Well, I mean, there. Pasadena. Hmm. See, I say that, but I'm from Santa Clarita, so I have no right to shit on Pasadena. Okay. There's going to be some kind of department store somewhere. Yeah, no, there's plenty of stuff around Pasadena. Yeah. Pasadena is one of yeah. the larger cities in California. Like, you're going to yeah. find anything you need. You might have to take an Uber to get there, but you're no right. problem. Yeah. But, yeah, I always I always carry the day thing, because even if you don't spill something, who knows, your flight might get a layover. Yeah. Or, I mean, you may get laid over, you may get whatever. Hey, now. What the f***, man? Seriously? It's a beast car. Woof, 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 woof. Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, before all that happened, with regards to packing, you mm-hmm. should always pack at least one outfit or so in carry-on luggage. Yes. Yeah. Just in case your stuff gets lost. Yes. You don't want to be stranded without clothes. Toothbrush, something like that, that's a little bit different, but clothing. Right, right. Yeah. Always pack an extra change of clothes in your carry-on. So, yeah, maybe in that extra day, just put that in your carry-on. Yeah. Okay, that's a great tip. Don't forget items to be autographed. And also print out any passes or registration confirmation, anything that you need to present at the show to get in. Boarding passes for your flight or car rental agreements and things like that. You just, just make sure you have all your paperwork. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Our good friend Tyler Waldman at RSF on Twitter said, there have been people there bringing full suits. Not all of them can be local. How do they transport a suit or helmet? I know a lot of cosplayers, most of the time, they will ship that ahead of them Mm -hmm. to the hotel. So you can actually ship your stuff to the hotel you're staying at for them to hold. Obviously, call the hotel and see if that's a viable option. But I know a lot of people do ship their stuff ahead of them before they get there. Otherwise, I, I know some people just pack it in their regular suitcase and stuff, just with a ton of extra padding you may be able to bring on as a carry-on if you have some kind of like helmet case and it at least fits the carry-on guidelines but yeah those are really the two big methods that that i know and then he said if you have any reason to be concerned about 
phone battery life, consider a charger case or a charger brick to avoid hunting for an outlet. That's yeah. very sound advice. Yeah, there were times where I would have to run back to the hotel room to be like, well, my phone's got 20% battery. I'm not going to get through the rest of the day. I need to go charge. I'm not sure if they still sell them there. Uh-huh. But I got a external battery, like a charger brick for my iPhone for five bucks at five below. Yeah, you can find so, those super yeah. cheap now. Yeah. There, there's really no excuse. Yeah. And then our good friend Solomon D, Aunt Solomon underscore D said, get to the venue early, bring hand sanitizer, phone charger, your own snacks. We'll get to hygiene in a bit, but... Yeah. Hand sanitizer is huge. If you're shaking a lot of hands, have like a little portable clip-on bottle. I've got one that's like hooked onto a carabiner and you just squirt some on your hands and be sanitized because you do not want to spread whatever con crud will be going around that year. Yeah. I remember people of Lexington 2015, and that was like some big convention plague that went around. It affected guests. It affected regular attendees. It affected everyone. Hand sanitizer is your friend. Travel to the hotel. Just always remember to check your flights, confirm your hotel reservations before leaving, and be sure to book transportation in advance from the airport to the hotel. You can either research some services, maybe a limo, maybe a bus or a charter bus, whatever or rent a car public transportation in los angeles is also not too shabby surprisingly if you're flying into lax and you need to get to pasadena what you do is when you come out of the airport look for what's called the flyaway shuttle the flyaway has two locations one is a place in van nuys which is where you do not want to go the other will take you to union station from union station you can get a train that goes right out to pasadena and the stop is walking distance to the hotel when i went last year i was staying with my dad out there but he worked he couldn't take me to the hotel so what i figured out was there was a train stop near his work i took the train from his work to union station union station back out to pasadena it was like a block and a half walk maybe from the Pasadena train stop to the hotel. So like public transportation is totally an option. Just yes. make sure you know where you're going. Check routes, check maps, make sure you're confident in your ability. And it's a pretty cheap option too. I think I paid maybe 10 bucks for the train tickets combined. Compared to a taxi is mm-hmm. completely cheap. Yeah. yeah. Hygiene and food. Power Ranger actors don't want to smell your fanboy funk. I've said this many times before. Yep. Shower, rinse, repeat. We cannot stress this enough. Yeah, this is entirely, entirely important. Eric, you and I, we went to Lexicon earlier this year together, and I know both of us every morning, we woke up, we showered, we went out and had our day, and then that was it. Shower, shower, shower. Please, for the love of God, shower. Actors don't want to smell your funk. I don't want to smell your funk. I'm not going to morph. No one does. But, like, it's terrible. I went to ASEN back in May, and I don't know what it is with that crowd, but they don't get the memo. And you smell, so you discover some interesting smells at ASEN. And just last year when I went, I went down to the gaming room. Oh. That's like a pit of just disgusting. Imagine going down to the trash compactor on the Death Star. That's what that is. (laughs) This year, I didn't even bother going down to the gaming area, which sucks because I heard they had free-to-play arcade this year, and I would have loved to go, but I'm more interested in having nice smells enter my nose. Thank you. Yeah, it smells like a sweaty (laughs) high school boys' locker room. It smells like funk central, and it's terrible. So please, for the love of God, shower. I don't care if you think you're one of those, oh, I only need to shower. No, you need to shower every day. And if not to get the funk, your funk off yourself, but other people's funk off you. Exactly. Like, (laughs) there have been times where I've been like, ugh, I think that smell got on me. I'm going to go shower now. And yeah, basic hygiene, folks. Wear deodorant, brush your teeth, use breath mints, wear clean clothes, comfortable shoes. Yeah. And uh, body spray is not deodorant. Yes. I cannot stress that enough. Thank you. Body spray is not a shower. Yeah. And it's not deodorant. Axe body spray, we might smell a little bit cooler or whatever at first, but it wears off and it does not prevent you from sweating. And here's the thing. 
It use, just covers up the stink. Yeah, use deodorant, use body spray on top of deodorant if you have to, but don't overdo it. Do not right. spray mm-hmm. half a can onto yourself. Yeah, you don't want to be the guy that people pass out, not because you smell bad, but you smell almost too good. It's to the point where it's like, God damn. You want you want these actors and people that you meet to remember you for your personality, not how you smell. Yeah. You made the joke earlier, Eric, about don't smell like a high school boys locker room. Also don't smell like a high school boys like prom. Like don't <laughs> Don't smell like a high school boy. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're a high school boy and you can't help it, well, you're going to smell like a high school boy, but do your best to not smell like a high school boy. You you know what? Deodorant. It's antiperspirant. Something that's That's, going to absorb the sweat. That's the thing. You are going to sweat. It is Southern California in summer. It is hotter than... Anything. You're you're in a convention center with hundreds of other people, thousands even. It's going to get hot. You will absolutely sweat. Now, as an overweight individual myself, I know for a fact I sweat like the dickens if it gets over 80. I will sweat my off. Knowing that, I know to take steps to prevent that. Deodorant. Sometimes even a cold shower helps. If it's way too hot out, take a cold shower. It may not feel the best right away, but like it feels amazing after you've been out in the heat for a while. And it'll close those pores just... Come on, people. RJ Sills, Uchihabro77, at Anime Redneck 96 he said, Is it a dick move if you shove Germax in someone's face or have a booth solely for hygiene products? <laughs> not no, at all. it is not a dick move. Uh, I miss um, the days of Febreze Ninjas. Didn't one of these cons recently actually hand out deodorant or toothpaste or something? In the oh, yeah. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Juo Squirrel at Pocky Squirrel said, My Power Morphicon tip, make like an equation and hydrate. It is hot as blazes in Pasadena. Yes, hydration (laughs) is so important and it's the step everyone forgets. To add to that, our friend Tyler said, rather than paying concessions or a CVS, bring an empty water bottle in your luggage and you can fill it to start your day. Yeah, that's a good tip too. Eat something. Take some time and feed yourself. You have to refuel. If you're at the show, maybe carry some granola bars in your bag. Just some kind of snack, something to keep you going throughout the day. Eat lunch, eat dinner, eat a good breakfast. You're going to be on your feet all day. Take the time for yourself. Eating is so important. You know, we ate pretty well at Morphicon when we went. We had In-N-Out from Darren taking us all there. Thank you very much, Darren. And we had that really awesome breakfast that one morning. But other than that, I literally cannot remember what else we ate that weekend. (laughs) Like, those are the only two meals that stick out in my head. I went with Chris and Leonardo to a burrito place. So, Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I ate plenty. But, yeah, if I wasn't at a restaurant, I did have, like, some granola bars. I had chips and other stuff. Another tip is to keep as much portable food in your room as possible. And you can probably stock up the day before at a local market. Yeah, that's really the pro tip of the convention veterans is if you can get yourself some non-perishable food items to take with you, do it. When I went to MAGFest back in 2013, the first thing me and my buddy James did was find the local CVS and get cereal boxes and chips and things. Here's the thing. People think, oh, cereal, it's only for the morning. It's only for breakfast. No, not true. If you're hungry in the middle of the afternoon, pour yourself a bowl of Rice Krispies. Don't worry about food timing. Worry about food. Just eat, please. For the love of God, we don't need anyone passing out and dying. Cheez-Its for breakfast. Cheez-Its are amazing. Delicious. Oh, my God. I love Cheez-Its. I suggest combos. That's Combos are so good too. I'm hungry now. This is, you know, uh, you know why? Because it's past lunchtime. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Jez at the Mighty Jez asked us, "Where is a good place to eat around the convention center?" I'm glad you asked because literally across the main street of the convention center, there's a huge shopping area slash mall place. It has a ton of places to eat in there. Yeah, there's a nice outdoor mall area that has a couple of different options for food. It's pretty good. Also, if you have a car or if you have some sort of transportation, there are other fast food joints around. We can't recommend In-N-Out enough because In-N-Out is 
been amazing. I miss in and out. There are some great options within walking distance. Your hotel should also have some kind of restaurant or one right next to the hotel. Might be a little bit more expensive, but at least treat yourself once during the convention. Yeah, another suggestion too is if you have Yelp or some other kind of app on your phone, they will oftentimes have more delivery options than just pizza. Pizza's great, but you can't live on pizza. Good, but it'd be a terrible life. There might be a local Chinese food place, Mexican right, food. Right. There are so many options. Don't be afraid to call the front desk of your hotel. They can always suggest some local options, especially options that would deliver to the hotel. This is their job to cater to your needs. Mm-hmm. So feel free to call the front desk and ask for some suggestions. Yeah. Usually they have some kind of pamphlet or local phone numbers. There's plenty of options. There's usually also brochures and stuff at the front desk. Just keep your eyes peeled. Maybe do your research before the convention, like a week before. Plan it out. Finally, get as much sleep as you can. We all like to party. You can have one party night, but really, for the rest of the con, try and stay rested. Um, I know people juice up on Red Bull and all that stuff, but you're going to crash hard at some point. Personally, I'd rather get a nice amount of decent rest so I can be active and alert for meeting these guests and going to maybe one panel. I just need the energy because you're going to be walking around. Saturday night, it's a big party night, but try and get one really good night of rest. (laughs) Yeah. The combination of lack of sleep, lack of hygiene, lack of hydration, lack of food, your immune system will absolutely take a hit. And that is how you come down with con crud so please 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 keep all of that in mind get rest get food get water get showered keep yourself at peak condition for as long as you can just take care of yourself because no one else is going to do it for you yeah Mm -hmm. we're not your parents (laughs) we're not your parents but your mother and i are very proud of you Um, (laughs) all right let me read this real quick for you the listeners of ranger command power hour Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph for your free audiobook. Real quick, did we drop Gamefly as a sponsor? No, we did not. Okay. That'll be on the next show. But you Uh, can find all of our sponsors on our website, right on our sidebar. So you can click any of those links and it'll take you right to the deal or promotion. Groovy. Moving on to guests and autographs. First, I want to bring up a topic that's becoming very prevalent. Cosplay is not consent. If you see an attractive cosplayer that does not give you the right to grope them, to cattle call them, to do anything that's against their permission. Yeah. This is becoming huge in the convention circuit because it's becoming a bigger problem. Always ask to take someone's picture and costume. Do not touch them at all for any reason. Do not initiate contact. Treat cosplayers with the same respect that you would treat anyone or better, just because there is an attractive cosplayer, it really does not give you the right to touch them in an inappropriate way at all, ever. Mm-hmm. With that being said, it seems like something you wouldn't have to say because it's common sense, but it is becoming an issue. Our friend Shane at Shane Alenko said that it will be his first time at PMC this year, but a good general rule of thumb for cons is respect everyone's personal space. Exactly. Hit the Not just the cosplayers. Not just cosplayers, the guests, the fellow attendees, the staff that are on the convention. Do not get in someone's personal space unless it's okay by them. But as a general rule of thumb, just personal bubble, folks, personal bubble. We understand that personal bubble can get pretty small, especially in crowds for these conventions. But as much as you can, if you bump into someone, just say, excuse me, be polite. Don't just like shove into someone and keep walking. Just respect everyone's personal space. DJ Monkey Ranger at Monkey Ranger said, mind other attendees' personal space. Again, it applies to attendees. 
90s as well. And guess. Yeah. Um, Alistair McDowell at Alistair McDowell 1 said, be respectful in general to those attending. They are taking the time out of their schedules to meet fans. Tyler Ozetsky at Tucson PR Zealot said, don't be a creep. Respect everyone both mentally and physically. This is my own thing that I keep repeating, but do not bore actors with over-the-top fandom terms and analysis especially in a clearly social situation. They know the work that they did. You know what they did. Leave it at that unless it naturally comes up in the conversation. Yeah, there have been many times where you go to a panel and somebody will bring up something like, in episode 82-4, when you did that, like, they don't remember a lot of that. Yeah. Just keep it casual. Keep it friendly. There are many fans who do not have the ability to carry themselves socially. It's going to happen, but if you are a fan who has the ability to recognize when something may not be the best time to ask a question or the best social situation to ask the question just you know use common sense yeah yeah common sense is key tommy brevar jr and kid flash dbn said how to get autographs it's very simple you go to an actor's booth you look at the price if the price is something that you can afford <laughs> then by all means get in line if there is a line if there is not a line usually a guest will have a handler which you hand the money to and they will either give you a receipt or or they will take your item and put a sticky note and ask who to sign it for. Usually that's if there's like a long line and there's a lot of people, they'll do that. But if it's one-on-one, you're still going to hand your money off either to the guest or to their handler. Then you get your item signed. If the table is not busy, if there's no one behind you, take a couple minutes to just say hi and talk to them. Ask them how their convention's going. Ask them maybe a question you didn't get to at a panel. And more importantly, conventions always have autographs and photography policies. So just read their policies in the book or if there's a sign posted. If there's no limit for autographs, then use your best judgment. If there's 20 people in line after you, don't put 30 items on the table for someone to sign. Use good judgment. There are a lot of people that are waiting for the exact same opportunity that you are getting. Don't be greedy. And be prepared to spend a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Autograph prices are going up every year. There's ridiculous photography fees with your own camera. Budget. Prices are not put online ahead of time. I know on the Ranger Board Paramorphicon thread, someone has compiled a list of known prices for autographs, but even that's not set in stone. Things can change even at the convention. This is what I did last time. I made a list of the actors that I definitely wanted an autograph or picture from. They were my top. Come hell or high water, I had to get their autograph or picture. Then I had some maybes. Like, they were my backups. And then if everything else went well, I even had like a third tier if I still had extra money. These guest announcements are made ahead of time. Pick a handful that you really want and make that your goal for the convention. Ranger Girl Rocks Bang at Rocks Ranger said, maybe how many times Times do they get intervid by YouTubers? What also, Riley needs to hide someone things. I'm guessing they're trying to say how many times do they get interviewed by YouTubers. I don't know what the Riley thing is about. But yeah, there are people get interviewed by YouTubers and media. But every convention I went to as press... There are clear press rules, especially for like Lexicon, and I know Paramorphicon has some. Usually the people are supposed to get their interviews done during the off times, so not when they have 40 people in line. Usually there's some like free time for guests to do some press type things. If you are a YouTuber and if you do want to interview, make sure you check with the convention for their policies. When is a free time? Again, be respectful to other attendees. If you are interviewing a guest and they have 40 people in line, you are making everyone else wait longer just for your thing. Uh And if you are a YouTuber, maybe keep that interview a short one at like one to two minutes max. 
get your soundbite, get out of there. Otherwise, get your soundbites when no one is at their table or there's maybe five people or so. When I got my little soundbites at the last Power Morphicon, I did it when no one was around. The whole Rhett Fisher thing to AP, shout out. There was no one at his table. I struck up a conversation with him. I said, hey, can you record this thing for my friend? She's not here. Boom. It was a done deal. If you think it's going to take a hot minute to get your soundbite or to get whatever interview questions recorded, make yourself the last person in line. That way you don't take up any of the attendees' time and you can minimize your impact on the guests' time as well. For example, if I knew I wanted to talk to, say, Johnny Bosch about, oh, he was voicing Vash the Stampede or whatever he did, and I want to ask him a question about that that I know might take a bit to answer, I will intentionally, when people come up behind me in line, say, oh, please go ahead of me because I'm going to take a while. And usually you'll get people who do that. It's very it's very nice. And then you, you'll get people who are like, oh, no, it's fine. We don't mind waiting. And that's also really nice of uh, attendees who don't mind waiting a little bit. But just... Again, it's all about manners and etiquette. Respect. Yeah, and respect, Mm -hmm. exactly. All right, Tyler, again, with his tip, do not be afraid to introduce yourself to other fans. They're probably on Ranger Board the same as you. Yep. Going back to our earlier conversation. Now, moving on to schedule and panels, Joshua Perry at Rider Ranger 335 said, I've never been to a convention before. What's a good place to start? Usually, the convention will post their schedule maybe a week before the convention or a couple days before consult the program. If you really want to make it to a particular panel, make sure you mark that in your schedule, get there 30 minutes early. If there's a possibility there might be a line for that panel, check the map for the convention center. Paramorphicon has a map right now just so you can get the overall feel of the size of the space. Mark down where the actors that you want to get your autograph signed, where the vendor booths are, where Bandai's booth is. It's really just one big hall. And then the other parts of the convention center, the other rooms are where the panels are going to be. Get there early. Get there an hour before the convention starts. You can enter the convention hall before the whole massive thing starts. Just make note of where the panels are going to be located. Make a note of where the main hall is. Just get yourself familiar with the area. I would add on top of that, the thing that I always like to do whenever I go to a convention for the first time, or even if I'm returning to a convention, I like to take the lay of the land and walk around and see where things are so I know for the future. Like, okay, in the dealer hall, here in the back corner on the left, that's where this toy booth was that had the really cheap power morpher. Just walking around... Getting a sense of where things are on the show floor is vital. I would suggest what Zach is saying and do like one or two laps your first time that you're there because you don't want to be the person that's like immediately stop at a dealer booth and like, oh, that's the thing I want. I'm going to buy it. Okay, but the booth down that way may have the same thing but for cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Definitely compare and contrast and just make sure you know where things are. It's nothing worse, I think, than being at a convention and have someone say, oh, hey, did you know where this is? And you say, oh, sorry, I can't help you because I wasn't paying attention. If you have answers for yourself, you'll have answers for other people, and that is a huge help. Oh, yeah. People will praise you if you know exactly where to go for someone. That could make someone's day. That could be the difference of them being like the first in line or the 50th person in line. That happened recently at ASEN. There was a poor girl who was there. It was her first time ever there. And her phone was dead. Her friends had left her. She was kind of freaking out. And I was able to say, okay, well, let me show you where there's a phone charging station in the hotel for you to sit and charge your phone until you can get yourself in contact with somebody. Being able to help like that is just feels good to help people. So if you know where things are, odds are you're going to be able to help someone who maybe doesn't know. Hey, where's this panel room? Hey, where's the booth that sells the exclusive merchandise? Where do I pick up my badge? If you know things, you will be able to help people. So try and learn as much as you can. Kyle at Deadpool underscore Ranger said, what's the best way to bring a Ranger helmet on a plane? I think we addressed that. Just be careful because, yeah. I mean, it's it's a plane. that Your luggage is going to get tossed around. If yeah. you can bring it as on as a carry-on, I would try to do that as much as possible. But still, I would pad the shit. Carry on with lots of padding or shipping with lots of padding. Those are your best two options. And if you do bring it in a carry on though, I don't know if this happens, but it might depending on who's looking at your luggage when you go through security. Yeah. 
But if they want you to open up the padding that you put around your helmet, mm-hmm. make sure it protects it, but also make sure it's easy to get off in case that doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to waste 20 minutes trying to unpack your helmet for the TSA. Josh at Talking Tanuki said, this will be my first time going. I want to know how do you plan what you are going to do? Little time to do so many things. And it is. Yeah. It, it, um, it is a very little time to do many things. Priorities. You have to prioritize. You have to say, okay, these are the things that I absolutely cannot miss. These are the things I don't mind missing. Right. These are the things that I could care less about. Exactly. You have to prioritize. That's the only way you're going to get through the weekend with the little time frame that you have. Yeah. I've been to so many conventions, but Paramorphicon, there was so much I wanted to do and see. There was no way that I got to do all of it that I wanted to. Like you have to make peace with the fact that you are not going to be able to see everything. Just be thankful that there are a lot of people that record these panels. So if there is a panel that you are going to miss, it's not the end of the world. Prioritize and make sure you have a backup. Have a backup for everything. Like I said about the guest autographs, I had, these are my must haves if i don't get them here's option number two yeah and if i get all of them great if i don't oh well i would prioritize the guests at this convention that you know do not go to any other conventions yeah these are like the amy joe johnson's of the world maybe the sentai actors you know they're only there at power morphicon or you know a con on the west coast i would say prioritize the ones that you know this is their first time at a convention. It may be their last time, depending on how things go. That's how I would prioritize. The Karen Ashleys of the world, the Austin St. John's, the Jason David Franks, they're going to every single convention under the sun. You'll have your chance at some point. Yeah, just again, prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. It's important to organize and prioritize. Organize and prioritize. That's all you got to do. That's another Zachism right there. Why? Why are we coming up with Zachisms? No. Our friend Tyler again at RSF said, when asking a question of a guest, have an actual question. This goes to my next point. Think before you ask a question. Is it relevant to the season that the guests were on? I know this might be common sense, but I've witnessed a few questions that go right over the guests' heads simply because they don't know what you're talking about. Didn't this happen at LexCon at the Time Force panel? Somebody asked if Rancic would beat a different villain from a different season in a fight. They don't know. Yeah. Uh, Rancic's actor wasn't even there. <laughs> yeah, which is hysterical. But, uh, is he going to be at Morphicon? I know he was last time. I believe so, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. Fernand Wells, cool. Exactly what you said. Make sure the question is relevant. Don't go asking Kerrigan go- Mahan, well, do you think Goldar would win against Zeltrax in a fight? <laughs> Who? He doesn't know who the hell Zeltrak is, is, and I'm yeah. pretty sure he doesn't care. Do not waste time with a question that makes no sense. Especially these fandom, who would win and of this and that, and yeah. no one cares. It's, it's been done to death. If you have personal one-on-one time with a guest at their table, go nuts. Ask a stupid question. But right. don't hold up a panel where there is limited time and limited questions with yeah. something insignificant in the grand scheme yeah. of things. Because it's going to make that whole panel crap. There's always that cringe factor where you're just like, oh, yeah. And I hate the cringe thing. factor. That's why I don't go to panels to avoid the cringe factor. The only panel I'm going to is the Ninja Steel cast reveal panel. Yeah, I super mega wish I was going. Yep. For that. <laughs> Listen to what people have asked before you. Don't get so wrapped up in thinking of what you're going to ask that you miss what's going on and you end up repeating a similar question. This happened this year at LexCon, and even the guests were like, dude, we just answered that. It embarrasses you. It makes you look like an idiot. Have your questions ready to go beforehand, but keep listening to the panel. If someone else asks your question, too bad. Get out of line or think of another one. Yeah, like if someone asks, hey, what's your favorite inspirational quote? And then you get up and say something like, hey, what's your favorite quote from a movie or TV show? Like, eh. Don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, it happened at LexCon, and it was like I wanted to pull my hair out. Get the most out of your question. Try to ask a question that gets all of the guests involved. Uh, This really adds to the discussion and can lead to interesting stories and interactions. Give others a chance. Stick to asking one question. 
Don't disguise it with a two-part question. Don't raise your hand a second time. And we don't care about your lifelong story of how much these people have inspired you. Save that for the table when you meet them face-to-face. Because everyone has had that inspirational moment for these actors. That's why everyone's at this panel. Yeah. Like, no one cares about your story. Well, and listen, here's the thing. We're not being critical of the fact that these people mean a lot to you. It's obvious they mean a lot to you. They mean a lot to everyone. We all grew up with the show. But taking time to give them your personal, this is why you mean so much to me. Do that when you're one-on-one with the actor or with the group of actors because it'll mean more. It'll mean more saying that face-to-face. Yeah, it it means so much more. If I were to go up to Jason David Frank and be like, hey, man, you were a big part of my childhood. Thank you so much. It would mean more in a personal space for him to be like, hey, thanks. What's your name? Where are you from? I want to know more about you. If you do it at a panel, odds are the general response you'll get is just like, hey, thanks, man. That means a lot. But it's so much more impactful if you're in person with that guest at Power Morphicon two years ago when I went I got to meet David Yost for the first time and I got to go up to him and say hey man listen I just wanted to say that Billy was my favorite character growing up he was the one I really identified with as a kid thank you so much for this and thank you for coming out and blah 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 and it meant more so much more for him to say thank you what's your name what brings you to the convention to start a dialogue with him was so impactful on my Power Morphicon experience one last thing. Turn off your god <laughs> communicator. If I hear yeah. that do 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 50 times at a panel, I will f- start flipping chairs yeah. and throwing them in the direction of wherever I heard that god noise. Yeah, listen, it's it's cute for maybe one time, but after no, that like Nope, it's not even cute anymore. <laughs> it's not cute anymore. It's it's cute when you're on your own maybe. And you're like walking around in public and oh, that person has a communicator. They must like Power Rangers. But when you're around We know you like Power Rangers. Everyone here likes Power Rangers. Yeah. We understand. I hate that the legacy communicator came out before Power Morphicon. Because (laughs) and that's the thing, it doesn't even go right to do 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 to do do. We're gonna be hearing Zordon going, Oh Tommy, we need your Uh, help. Rangers. And then Alpha with that dumb clip. We're going to be hearing so much of that. Leave it at home. Yeah. Or just be Be courteous at least and like put your phone on silent. If you're in the middle of like a panel or something. Yeah. That does tie back into courtesy. You don't want to be that jerk who has their phone go off in the middle of the panel and disrupt the entire thing. I think a lot of people that do it think, oh, I'm going to be fun and unique by doing it. Guess what? You're not unique. Literally every other person has that sound on their phone. I have that sound on my phone. I never said it as my text tone because I know that at a convention <laughs> it gets to be a little much. My ringtone is the communicator. I changed that during Power Morphicon mm-hmm. to something completely not Power Rangers because I want to know when my phone is going off. Yeah. You're not being funny. You're being a troll at that point, I think. Just stop. The fandom has enough trolls as it is. We don't, <laughs> you don't need yeah. more. Yeah. Don't be that guy. That really does it for our Power Morphicon tips. AP, Zach, do you have anything else that maybe we didn't mention as a good tip? If you're getting autographs and you want them to stay in good shape, bring some kind of protective tube or sleeves to put your pictures in. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. There are hard plastic sleeves that are available at comic book shops. Get one of those or go on Amazon, get some clear hard plastic protector autograph. Bring a hard binder to store that stuff in if Mm -hmm. you can just find sleeves to slide those in. Definitely bring a poster too if you are bringing a poster to have signed or if you know you're going to buy a poster. Zach, any other tips? I think we really covered everything. I just have to keep drilling it in there though. Hygiene, food, water. sleep take care of yourself please not a year goes by that i don't hear about some kid at asen who thinks that they can survive on alcohol and pocky and the ambulance is always at that hotel you need proper meals as best you can granted i know it's not exactly the easiest to get a proper meal cannot survive on alcohol you cannot survive on candy bring real food don't bring candy don't bring red bull red bull is not water Just please take care of yourselves. That's all I ask. I was going to say one more thing. It's a little bit more motherly, 
more <laughs> serious, I guess you could well, say. Well, if I'm being dad mode right now, you can be mom mode. Go ahead. Okay. Um, if you take some sort of medication for whatever reason, make sure you remember to take it. Yes. Make sure your medicine is with you if you need it. Make sure you take your medicine on time when you need to. That is a really good point, AP. Because I know if you get busy sometimes, you can easily forget to do things that mm-hmm. you do need to do. Like, you shouldn't be skipping. Set reminders on your phone or just do something so you don't forget to do those things that you need to do. Look, son, your mother and I just worry about you. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap this up. We did have some questions from Ranger Nation from our Ask FM account, but I think we'll save those for a future episode. Power Morphicon is basically in a month, so now is the time to get prepared. Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, and if you have more Power Morphicon tip questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com. Contact us through our website at rangercommand.com. You can also reach us on social media. On Twitter, we are at rangercommandph, askfm at rangercommandph. We're on Instagram and Facebook, Ranger Command Power Hour, which is all one word. Check us out. Ask some more questions. If we don't know the answers, we'll find someone who does. And a big thread right now is the Power Morphicon thread section at Ranger Board. They have an entire section dedicated just to Power Morphicon. So please participate in that. There are a lot of veterans that have gone for many years. So any question that you have, they will be sure to answer. Ask something on Power Morphicon's page. Just reach out to people who know and we'll get the answers for you. Exactly. No one is going to bite your head off for asking a question. Everyone is there to help. And And if you think you have a stupid question, though, because I know I sometimes think this. If you think you have a stupid question, odds are it's not. There are no stupid questions, just stupid people. And people who turn on their god (laughs) communicators. All right, guys. Until next time, we'll catch you later. Bye. See you later. Bye. Have a safe power market, guys. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is Truckee B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks. This has been another proud production of the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You want to see more shows? Go check out www.fouredradio.com, you winkers.